0: Story with me, love who you want to be, who you are, learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time, story time, story time with Mama G Well hello and welcome to story time with Mama G, the podcast, 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 podcast how are you all? I hope you've all had an absolutely delightful week. I certainly have. I have kicked off my summer reading challenge. Zoom storytelling sessions. I did a session for Cheshire West and Chester libraries, which went down a right old treat. And I'm looking forward to going back to them very soon. And um, I've got lots of other Zoom sessions coming up. So you never know, I might be popping up at your local library. And if I'm not, why not tell your local library that you want them to book Mamma G? And then I can share some delightful stories with you. And of course, stories are why we are here. But before I go any further, don't forget, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Just search for at Mama G stories. And it is lovely to find out what you think of the podcast. So feel free to leave a review. On uh, iTunes, uh, so I can read it. That would be very nice. Uh, And feel free to leave reviews on my Facebook page. Let me know what you think. If you've got any stories that you'd like me to tell. Oh, just tell me all sorts. Say hello. Give me ideas. I don't know. Just let's be friendly, shall we? Now, today's story is a rather special one. It's another brand new story. And it was brought into my head by a friend last week who shared with me a song that they thought would be very appropriate and that I would like, and they were right. The song is called The Unicorn Song and it is by a trio of singers who were very popular in the 70s called Peter, Paul and Mary. They sang some very famous songs like Puff the Magic Dragon and um, We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo which is part of my summer reading challenge story time. So you, you might become a fan of Peter, Paul and Mary too at this rate. Um, but this song, the unicorn song, I 100% fell in love with it. And I realised that the song would work really well if it was sung by Hortense the Horse, who is Eunice the Horse's best friend in my story, Eunice the Horse. Now, if you don't know the story Eunice the Horse, go and find that episode uh, from the podcast because it's um, where all of this starts. And it, there is a big spoiler, you see, about what happens at the end, which this story very much gives away. Well, uh, so if you're still listening, it's, it's over to you if you don't know the Eunice the Horse story already. Um, so I decided to write a sequel to Eunice the Horse because I wanted to know what happened to her, because she's one of my most popular characters, but also because I wanted to write the story of this song. And it inspired me. And I think I have done something wonderful. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I absolutely love this story. I'm head over heels with it. And most of the time, I'm just moderately impressed with myself. So this story is called The Legend of Eunice the unicorn and once you've heard this story what i would like you to do immediately is go and listen to the unicorn song by peter paul and mary and i have put the link to the youtube video of it in the description hopefully if i've remembered but now sit back and enjoy the legend of eunice the unicorn a unicorn now that sounds right said hortense the horse to the group of foals that were sat around her listening to the story the end um i don't think so said fifi the foal fifi don't start said hortense but you've got to tell the end of the story miss it's the best bit hortense looked at the group and every single foal was nodding their head in anticipation. Hortense gave in. She wouldn't let on, but it was one of her favourite bits of the story, too. (laughs) And from that day on, Eunice the Unicorn never looked back. Well, apart from when she farted glitter. But that's always worth looking back at. Neighing and whinnying erupted as the foals rolled around the field in hysterics. Imagine a horse farting glitter, laughed Fifi. Uh, Eunice wasn't a horse, said Hortense. She was a unicorn. Yeah, but Miss, at the start of the story, Hortense sighed. When we were little, Eunice and I both thought we were horses. But as we got older, Eunice realised she was something else and she became what she was supposed to be. A unicorn, the foal said altogether. Wait, Miss, do you actually know Eunice? asked Fifi. Yes, she's from Happy Hill Farm, just like us. She was my best friend. Where is she now? Hortense looked across the field. She'd asked herself this question many times before. She's forever in my heart, Hortense said, but where she's actually gone, I don't know. I was so sad the day she left. Fifi snuggled her neck against Hortense's. Miss, what happened? The rest of the foals sat back down in a circle. They knew it was time to listen again. Everybody on the farm helped Eunice become a unicorn. The pigs and the cows and the sheep all helped her realise who she really was. And the chickens, they sacrificed the most. Eunice and I plucked all their feathers out so Eunice could have wings. The chickens were cold for days, bless them, but we did get a good calendar out of it. And old MacDonald, the farmer, he loved having a real unicorn on the farm. He thought she was some sort of superhero, to be honest, because he knew it must have taken guts to do what she did. He even set up his old television as a congratulations present for her. He wasn't sure what she'd want to watch, but he settled on a horse's favourite soap opera, Neighbours. But some of the horses weren't so happy. Turns out, not everyone was as big a Neighbours as fan as Eunice and myself. (laughs) No. No, that's not it. Some of the horses didn't understand why Eunice wasn't a horse anymore. They thought there must be something wrong with her. And rather than try and understand, they started to gossip and make things up in their heads that weren't true. But the problem was, they started to believe that those things they'd made up were true. Eunice and I still loved playing with each other, though. I even helped her learn to fly. That was amazing. Well, it's always funny to see a friend fall flat on their face. I remember my mum watching one day. She thought Eunice's wings were going to hurt me, so she galloped over and pulled me away. She said I wasn't allowed to play with Eunice anymore, and that Eunice should stop pretending to be a unicorn and that she should just be what she was born as, a horse. I remember trying to make my mum see sense. I said, but Eunice says she's a unicorn, and if that's what she is, it's not for us to think otherwise. I don't believe her, said my mum. And I said, if you can't see that she's a unicorn, then you obviously can't see, full stop and I got grounded for two weeks, but it was worth it to stand up for my friend. The next morning, I went back to Eunice's field. But she'd gone. And the farm's not been the same since. Poor old MacDonald cried for days, and so did I. And when the other animals saw how upset we were, that's when they realised, to see someone is to believe in them. And to believe in someone is to love them. And perhaps they'd been wrong about Eunice. Hortense looked at the foals. Night had fallen, and it turns out she'd accidentally told a bedtime story. Every single one of them was asleep. As she looked at the group, she knew there might be some unicorns amongst them. She knew there were horses too, and she hoped they never stopped believing in each other. Fifi was still snuggled in Hortense's neck. Hortense was pleased. It was a chilly, cloudless night, and Fifi was keeping her warm. As Hortense drifted off to sleep herself, something flashed in front of her. She opened her eyes and saw the trail of a shooting star just disappear. She closed her eyes again, but this time she was rudely awoken by someone loudly singing the Neighbours theme tune. Eunice, said Hortense. Hortense, said Eunice, stepping off a star. Where have you been? asked Fifi, as the other foals rubbed their eyes awake. I was on the Northern Star said Eunice, the actual star. It's not a spaceship. It kept me protected from hurt and fear and scheming. But now, I think, thanks to you sharing my story, Hortense, this farm might be ready for the return of a fabulous unicorn. No, said Hortense. What? said everyone else in shock. No, it's thanks to you. You changed our farm the moment you were brave enough to be who you are, even if not everyone realised. The unicorn and the horse hugged, and then Fifi sidled up to Eunice. What is it? asked Eunice. Um, said Fifi, I was wondering. Can you show us how to fart glitter? Oh, of course, said Eunice. But first, we have to go down to Old MacDonald's farmhouse and ransack the arts and crafts supplies. Hortense was thrilled to have her friend back. I'll do reconnaissance, she said, as Eunice and the horses jumped over the fence and galloped towards the farmhouse. The pigs oinked, the cows mooed, the sheep barred, and the plucked chickens clucked. Everyone was pleased to have Eunice home again. Now go and listen to the Unicorn Song by Peter, Paul and Mary, and I'll be here when you get back. Sorry, I'm just waiting. I'm just keeping myself entertained whilst you listen. I'll tell you what, just pause me if you're going to go and listen to the song, actually. Well, welcome back i hope you enjoyed the song and i hope you enjoyed the story Uh, the song honestly has become quite an obsession of mine over the last week i'm even trying to get a backing track made of it isn't that exciting because i want to be able to sing the song when i tell this story and i can't wait to start telling this story and the story of eunice the horse as a pair as a double bill oh i oh i just i felt enriched when i heard that song do you know what i mean but now It's time for a startling change in direction because it is time for the Book of the Week. Now, during the summer reading challenge, I'm telling my own stories. Yes, that is true. I wouldn't lie about it. But I'm also... ...telling stories that have been written by other people. And these stories have very kindly been provided by my friends at Anderson Press. And one of the stories that I am reading... ...is a wonderful book by Fred Blunt called Gnome. It's published by Anderson Press quite clearly... ...otherwise that would have been a very strange thing to mention earlier on. And it is a very, very funny book about where gnomes come from it's <laughs> incredible it's so funny so funny i don't know if i can truly explain to you how funny it is it's written you know uh, when you watch a cartoon and there's a voiceover like a narrator and they say things like hello mr cat how are you mr cat's going to go and use the kitty litter You know, they they narrate what's going on. Well, it has that style. So the story's told that way, but then the characters interact with the narrator in speech bubbles. And Mr Gnome is a very, very, very grumpy gnome. He says no to everything. He doesn't even help a hedgehog who's got an apple stuck to his back. But he meets his match when he goes fishing in a witch's pond and starts to scare her toads. And the witch comes and asks him to stop. And you can imagine what Mr Gnome says. But I won't tell you what happens to him consequently, because that would be giving the story away. And I don't want to do that. I want you to go out, buy the book and read it, or borrow it from your local library if they have copies. And um, it's... the illustrations are really fun there's lots and lots of things to see in each of them and um, to keep your eye on and i just that just the story it's it's magical it's wonderful it's creative it's funny uh, what is better than that it's a funny book with wonderful illustrations and i frankly love it so my book of the week is gnome by fred blunt and published by Anderson Press. Well, thank you so much for joining me for today's edition of Storytime with Mermit G. I will be back next week with another story. I haven't worked out which one yet, but I'm sure it will be delightful and I cannot wait to share it with you. And um, where can you see me in the next week or so? That's a very good question. I haven't got my diary with me, so I can't tell you. Although I do know that on the 31st of July at 5.50pm GMT plus one, or BST if you will, I will be going live on the Under One Roof Kids Family Festival Facebook group uh, doing some bedtime stories. So Under One Roof Kids is a a wonderful children's centre near me that uh, has organised a digital festival, so an online festival of activities throughout the day from some of the people that they love working with. There's going to be language. There's going to be language. What a funny thing to say. What I meant to say was, there's going to be language classes for small people. Well, and apparently I've lost language. There's going to be language classes for small people. Um, there's going to be lots of active, like physical activities, dancing, rhyme times. I think there's going to be some puppetry. There's going to be some painting lessons. It's all online, so you can all do it in the comfort of your own home. But then fundamentally, at the end of the day, there's going to be me. And I am... Very excited. Oh, I just got a message. Thank you. Um, So, yes, please do join me on July the 31st at 5.50pm. Uh, we'll also put the link to the group in this description so you don't need to miss out on any of the fun. Uh, but don't forget, you can find me also on Facebook, YouTube and Instagram. Just search for at Mamma G Stories and I will see you all very soon. Bye. It's story time with Mamma G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G.